You have now arrived at Stadium and Gale. Boys and girls, ladies and gents, welcome to another episode of Steady Miguel. It's your favorite Uncle Silk. It's Dan. And Delatory. I'm playing hurt, boys. Playing hurt. You sound Vegas, hurt. Vegas has a commanding 2-0 lead right now. <laughs> I don't think this is gonna three. be like the, the I don't think this is gonna be uh uh Pat's Falcon Super Bowl. I think no, I this think is this Fal- is no think, Miami Dolphins Vegas. comeback win today, Nick. No. They are well, look at that two and yeah, on the two and on people were, were yeah. there, bro. I've been no. tweeting dolphins with an LOL for fifteen years, and yeah. people came, came at my neck came at my neck today. And I'm like, bro, I'm also happy they won. Also, <laughs> yeah, yeah. wouldn't have wouldn't have ruined my Sunday if they lost. That's that's, that's my thing, right? Like I've done the exact same thing. We we probably got it and started at the same time. The I'm like, I want them to win, but for the last fifteen years, twenty years, they've they've. Just let us down. So, I believe. Yeah, I believe oh. in us. I'm, I don't believe. I don't believe. So I'm, I'm happy. Is, I don't believe happy that the won. Dolphins are going to win the Super Bowl, even though I say it every week. But I do think that they're a playoff bound team this year. Nice. A wild card. Best team. team in the state. I don't know. My Jags look all right today, man. Yeah. Okay. Let's calm down on the Jags. Yeah. I'm just saying. We look all right today, man. That's an improvement, Nick. Tua, Tua, Tua is going to turn into Tua any, any minute now, man. Yeah, stop hating on the city of Jacksonville, Nick. Right, I'm sorry. Sorry to hate on your favorite city, Daniel. <laughs> right. Oh, boys, how was uh, how's your weekend going? It was okay, man. More stressful than it needed to be yesterday. Um, I thought I had a weekend off the vibe and, you know, not have any anxiety <laughs> about football, but surprise. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> yeah, hey, man. that um... – that was a really good USF football team. That was two and ten last year. Got run out of the building against BYU and struggled against Howard in week two in the first half. It's a really good USF football team. Yeah, that was a uh, that was rough. I I missed the first part of it. I did watch um, the condensed game earlier today, uh, but um, I watched the uh, the last half of it at the sports book here at Resorts World, and um, that was that was atrocious. And uh, a buddy of mine that's here uh, went to USF, and he's a Florida State fan, but went to USF and. It was just yapping in my ear the whole the whole game, um, and when when Florida was down um, in the fourth quarter, I ju- I just didn't know if they had it in them to go down and score a touchdown. They ran the damn I ball. Know, I knew we had what, it. What I didn't know. Right, I knew we had it in us. I didn't know if we had the uh, the, the wherewithal just to hand the ball off and get out of our own way. Um, how, how's Vegas, man? Let's talk about Vegas. Oh a little man, bit, man, um, you're, you're breaking I'm, your rules of, of just yep. a three day trip, but you're yep. also working. So, what's the vibe like? Yeah, yeah, the vibes are the vibes are great. Um, staying at the same place I stayed back in May uh, when I was here. I uh, here for a work conference started today. I'll uh, take me here till Tuesday. I uh, came out uh, Friday night um, and just just went to town. Right, um, city doesn't sleep, so I didn't sleep. So, um, oh. stayed up. Uh, came with uh, a wrong. coworker and her husband. Um, stayed up till about four uh, yesterday morning or yesterday woke up at about seven 30. Um, and then just, we, we made it through. Um, then we did another four, 4 AM um, this morning mm. when I woke up at seven 30 was not the same yesterday. I was vibes were elite. 
the voice was intact. Um, the body was feeling great. Getting old, right. Silk. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Vegas old and regular old ain't the same either, no. man. Um, four in the morning sounds outlandish to me it on was, West yeah, Coast yeah. or East Coast time. It's, it is outlandish, but you don't really know. I mean, obviously, it's very late, but, you know, we, we were just here at the casino uh, both nights um, out late. So you, you kind of lose track of time, um, but had a great day yesterday. Went and saw Tiesto uh, pool party. Uh, that was – that's something else. My first Vegas pool party. Um, so one for, one for the books. Yeah, that's the only reason I went to Vegas when I was younger, bro. It was uh, the pool party. I didn't get the sightsee until I got married. And I found out there was like a can't, uh, like uh, uh, shows, live shows, uh, there was yeah. like a wax museum, all that type of stuff. I found that out after I got married. But before I got married, it was, it was pool party vibes, man. Um, what was that debauchery. like? Debauchery. The pool party, the, the pool party was uh, debaucherous. We, um, so we, we ended up getting tickets. And, and when we got there, we got there about 1.30. Um, there was like this whole area in front of the stage where nobody was standing. So I asked the guy to confirm. I'm like, there's everybody in the pool and then people mm -hmm. standing like behind the pool. I'm like, is this area open for everybody? They're like, yeah. So we were in the front. So right under the champagne showers and the, uh, the, uh, the fire hose spray and everything else. Under a champagne shower sounds crazy. It was not, I, I did not know that that would happen. Uh, made for a cool video, but outside of that, uh, we'll not be standing there in the future. Nice. But, uh, How's but, your weekend, but Good, good. Um, went to the went to the, the stadium, hoping to have stories written by halftime and and to be mm -hmm. the old Pat Dooley model, cooling it, <laughs> kicking it. <laughs> <laughs> just just thought, thought you, it would be good. Um, fourth quarter comes around. I'm like, I haven't written a word yet. <laughs> I haven't written a single word yet. Um, Story uh, been still being told, man. Story was still being told, and and uh, I'm not making the story. I'm just here to tell it. So, um, was it rain? Game. Mm, it didn't rain during the game. It, it literally rains every single day, though. Yeah. So, like, like yes, the was it is, humid though? Give us the humidity report. Yeah, humid. Uh, it was humid. Zach probably. Uh, Zach's probably better to give you that. Zach's been down on the field, uh, bro. I swear. Yeah. How does like, he get on the field? Uh, we, we, we gave him, we, um, we credentialed him as a photographer because he wanted oh. to be down the field, but I, I swear, like it, it's hard. Like there's a lot of luck that comes in like getting the picture or getting the mm -hmm. video. These guys are just running at Zach. Like whenever they, whenever someone scores, there's like running directly at Zach. We keep joking with him that like, you're, I don't know if you've scouted out or if you got like a DeLorean and you're like just going back in time to when the game's starting and you know where the touchdowns are going to be, but. Dudes are just running right at Zach uh, in the end zone. Pause. <laughs> Yo, that was crazy. Um, um, but right game before, was good. Family was here. Girlfriend's yeah. here. So it's there you go. Um, I believe she's your fiance. I think she appreciate that title. Yep. yep. Switch the title. They spent all that money and still can't get the title right. It's got crazy. the ring back. Had to resize <laughs> the ring. So got the ring back. Oh, I thought you gave it back when you called her girlfriend again. No. <laughs> All right, boys. Let's get let's get into the show. As always, uh, we want to uh, shout out our friend Alan Horn, who's the title sponsor of Stadium and Gale with State Farm uh, Insurance. If you are looking for auto, home, life, business, boaters, um, life insurance, not sure if I said that already. Uh, give Alan a call seven zero six six nine two two eight 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 or visit him at allenhorninsurance.com. 
Again, allenhorninsurance.com, 706-692-2888. All right, boys. Uh, Gators do uh, sneak out a victory over the South Florida Bulls, 31-28 to in a fourth-quarter comeback. Uh, comeback win. Uh, obviously not the game that any of us thought or any of us anticipated. Uh, the Gators do squeak out a victory uh, in our two and one on the season. Um, I guess we'll let's just start with thoughts. Mm. Uh, I mean, we can start it off just, I, I mean, f- first, first half, first quarter. I think the biggest uh, issue was uh, outside of our offensive struggle was just the defense couldn't get off the field. Right. Um, they didn't punt the ball. I don't think in the first half we forced a turnover, but mm-hmm. uh, couldn't get off, couldn't get off the field. Defense and Patrick Tony has been putting up a good product. Um, we we always saw the the lack of depth in the run game, and, and towards the end of the game, you start seeing us getting gashed a little bit. But we got gashed early and often, and it didn't look like we have an answer for any of the gashing. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was that was my first uh, grievance. I would say in the first half, my first worries, man, I was just like, damn, we can't stop this. I don't think they was doing anything sexy. They pretty much ran everything that LSU and other teams ran on us towards the end of last year, and we just had no answer for it. I look like we lack toughness, pride, mm-hmm. and a lot of just you know man on man stuff. Like USF is still a less lesser talented team than us, regardless yeah, of USF how far we got to go. They're they're not a good team. They're lesser talented. So I was just uh, taken aback by a lot that I seen, um, just from just us being a better program. Yeah, and and I think the I mean I've been you know I was negative because I said Florida was gonna need it or was going to run 60 40 I think they I think that was like the the ratio yesterday um I still just think so like I think USF Relu- it felt like reluctantly though it didn't feel like a, li- we wanted. A, a little bit um a little bit but I I look at that game and and I and I look at Jerry Bohannon and I'm like that's how Anthony should be being used mm-hmm. they're letting Jerry Bohannon be Jerry Bohannon, and I and, and I don't know, and I've, I I kind of asked and, and made and I was listening back to like my questions, and I don't know that I asked in the right way to Billy and, and to Ar because on the second interception, the one in the inter, um, the interception in the end zone, um, oh, Billy God. and Anthony both said that he made the right call, so it was a running play. No, the hell he didn't. He, he was. Gonna, he was, he was <laughs> so they said. Was so here, so here it out. He made the right call because the box is stacked. Instead of running into the stacked box, I don't. Care. You've got you've got Justin shorter one on one, and you don't need to throw a back shoulder if you're going to throw a fade. That's fine. And I'm not calling for Anthony to be used like Tim Tebow and, and you know Steve Adazio just calling 47 quarterback dives. I think you need to get Anthony out uh, some speed options. Get him out on the edge. Like he's he's fast enough. I, I just something's think that, wrong with him, fam. Something, something's up. They're not they're not yeah. being 100 honest with us about his health because none of this offense makes sense at all. The lack of him running, the lack of RPO, the lack of reaction. They're just not being honest with the fans. I mean, they're not even fooling defensive coordinators, so they might as well be honest with us. The jig's up. <laughs> something's up. Yeah, I, I don't think he's hurt, um, but it it looks like – and I don't think they're – You got to explain to me they're, why they're not just – no design runs like that, bro. Like, it's just yeah. – I'm not – it's not making sense to me. Um, he, He's either hurt, they're, they're protecting him from getting hurt, or this is just incompetence. Mm-hmm. Well, especially when I you mean, saw that he could do it last year. Yeah, I mean, uh, shout, shout, I was on um, the Respect Our Decision podcast. Shout out to Mike. Mike was calling for 
the walk-on. I asked him what the walk-on's name was. Didn't have a clue. Of course. Didn't Shout have a clue. Mike. Love Mike to death, but yeah. <laughs> Didn't have a clue, but, but the other guy Mike. needs to play. But the other guy needs to play. Mike, what's his name? No idea. Okay, but we'll put it Engel, in. right? Yeah, yeah. Put, put him in with a uh, hello, my name is Kyle Engel uh, sticker on his jersey. When he comes had a lot of successes with Kyle's recently. Yeah. And and I get it. It's it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a knee jerk reaction is it can't get worse. And I'm telling you, Anthony Richardson is heading. When Jack Miller is healthy, Anthony Richardson is head and shoulders. The floor is best option. Some, some guy on Twitter yesterday was telling me that I was saying that Frank's was better than Trask. And I'm like, that's ridiculous. Um, But it's, Anthony Richardson just need they he needs to be Anthony Richardson. Like I thought what we saw, and not the exact same numbers, but I thought what we saw Anthony Richardson do last year against USF is what we'd see today. And I expected him to go off. Yeah. Um expect him to run the ball. He's fast, he's the most athletic person on the team or on the field, either team. Yeah, he should um, be, every yeah. time he steps on the field. And and it just looks like you're almost trying to force him to be a pocket passer. I think you kind of just need to let him. Hey, go off. Have fun. Be special. Hey, hey, bring the backflips back, bro. If you need to backflip before a game to get yourself loose and ready, give me a round off back tuck. You know, give me seven of them before the game. But it, it just looks like he's pressing. It doesn't look like he's having fun. Um, I don't know that anyone in orange and blue is having fun Saturday, though. No, and I think when you're a quarterback with more tackles than inter- or, uh, than touchdowns, that's what that that, that, that that check out of the run play. That's what it felt like. Let me get me one on the passing the touchdown uh, board. That's what it felt yeah. like because that made no sense. I don't care <clears> what the numbers <throat> in the box say. We were pushing that shit around. Uh, like yeah. it didn't matter if USL put all eleven in the box, we still could have ran it all eleven very successfully. And you yeah, and that's two yard very... line in in a, in a in a in a position where you got to score points. You can't pitch that up, man. Not with a guy that's struggling with with throwing the ball around. It just made no sense. And that's very much a, a touch ball, as pause um, throw you have to to make, right? Yeah, you that is a a, a tough throw to make, and yeah, I think you made a, a bat not only a, obviously the wrong decision, um, but I, th- I think you still had more opportunities to give it a shot to to at least try, right? I mean, Florida was able to move the ball successfully. Anthony Richardson was doing design runs in game one against Utah. That's why I feel like there is got to be something wrong. Um, either mentally or physically with him because the game calling has been vastly different. And we'll talk a lot more about some of the other screens and stuff like that, but there's definitely something wrong. Um, he does not look, he looks defeated. He, he seemed better in a better headspace yesterday after the game, when he came to talk to the media, um, than he did last week. Um, but I don't think I, – I don't know. I, I, he seemed like he was in a better headspace. It, it just doesn't – it doesn't – it doesn't. this is not and – and I always say that, like, hey, he still has to develop as a passer. Um, I got yelled at after Florida beat Utah for saying, like, ah, oh, he's – like, he, this is what he still lacks. And people are like, you're crazy. Look what he just did. Um, but, like, he still has to develop as a passer. But while he does that, supplement it with his athletic ability and let him run and go let him be great. Um, in, in that area, um, it, it's it's just yeah. again, uh, it's just again the east-west passing game. Um, mm-hmm. This like I'm done. I'm done with the jet sweeps. I'm yeah, done the with jet the sweeps screens. and the screens to three have got to go. Yeah, I'm done with those. I've I've seen I've seen my fair share. I've gotten my fill. 
Yeah, Anthony Richardson on the year, not to go back, uh, 41 to 77, uh, 53.2% uh, completion percentage and 423 yards, 5.5 yards per attempt, zero touchdowns and four interceptions. Um, just not not what Florida uh, needed uh, this season as they are still trying to fill some of their talent deficiencies and try to figure out the best way to put together a, a good record and a tough schedule. And I think that there was a, a ton of excitement after Utah, and I think that the way that they were able to battle back against Utah gave a lot of fans a lot of excitement. But the product that's being put out on the field, um, Silk, you mentioned on the defense, it, defense is playing pretty well, but when you're getting gashed up, by USF for 286 yards. That's 6.22 yards per attempt. They also let up 230 against Utah, right? So they obviously had a good game stopping the ball uh, against Kentucky on the ground, but you know, two out of three games, you've given up almost five, or you've given up over 500 yards rushing, and that's not a recipe for success to win in the or SEC. Yeah, I think uh, Gravon needs to play better at the defensive tackle spot. Um, right now, Desmond Watson, I believe, is playing better football than him in the trench. It's not to compare the two, but uh, expectation-wise, uh, we was hoping that that Watson could, could you know, be able to hold his end of the bargain up in the trenches. And I think he's more than doing that. Um, it's just like it, it stinks, man, to see, like, just to, from an energy standpoint. Like, mm-hmm. we, I understand the rebuild, and it's going to be some cultural changes and, and weeding up out of the locker room that, that Billy has to do, but – um, watching these guys get gashed and your, and your senior, super senior safety get up mm-hmm. and celebrate after like big games, the first downs, you're getting gashed, you're back against the wall. It was just, it's just like, yo, what is this? You all, it's almost to the point where I feel like you got to start benching some of the senior, the senior leadership out of like it's the production is just okay. And I understand maybe a drop off, but bro, how do you like deal with that? It's it's like it's a me first thing. It's like whenever I can celebrate by myself, whenever I can pump mm-hmm. my chest. It ain't a team thing. The team's real and the team need need leadership. And I think we're just getting a bunch of just me first football. Even with Cox, the way he don't set the edge, it's him trying to chase that for the draft. And bro, play your spot, do your role. It's fourth and one. You guys are letting 50, 60 yards runs break up because you're playing selfish football, trying to chase things down from the backside. Do your job. It's just still a lot of selfish football coming from the leaders, the older guys on this team, man. Well, I mean, if we if we go back to that, um, uh, you know, we've written stories about there being buy-in um, and the older guys. It's never been easier to leave a program. Like Brenton Cox could could just dip, like if he didn't want to be in Billy Napier's program. So, so I get that, but like then you cut on the tape, and I think Brenton Cox is playing really well. He's he, Brenton Cox is playing the know. best football of his career, but some of those things, you know, get amplified. But then you look at the snap counts. Like, you're like, oh, man, Giovanni's played better. He's playing 61 snaps. Brenton Cox played 57 snaps. Like, there's just no depth. So, like, these guys are, are getting gashed a little bit. But then if you're talking about the, the end snap, of the game, they can like, gash early. Like, yeah, but you're mm-hmm. gashing them early. It was That wasn't no late fatigue thing. They was getting blown off the ball, not playing assignment football early and often. Or USF, man. When you got like guys that are that, that are hyping themselves about being drafted in the first round, mm-hmm. you should be dominating the trenches. This is a stat game. You mm-hmm. should be pushing shit yeah. in the backfield, causing ruckus and, and, and havoc. And that's not what I seen. I seen no fire. The only fire in the belly I seen was 21 when he got off and slammed a couple people here and there. Other than mm-hmm. that, I didn't see the fire in the belly of nobody from the, on the defensive side of the ball. Well, Trey Dean had a lot of fire uh after tackling uh Jerry Bohannon. 
for a 14 yard gain in the Confusing first round. Fire. A lot of, a lot of friendly fire. A lot of fire to celebrate making a tackle 14 yards downfield. It's like saying it's a no fly zone after the entire Air Force has already come through, but they're like out of sight now. So you're like, you see, they're out. Um, yeah, no, that was it's certainly, certainly frustrating. Um, let's see. We, we touched on it. Go ahead. Saying it was driving me like, cause it kept happening. Like you were, I was complaining yeah. about it. And then the next play, it would be us chasing something down, him getting ran over for a first down and get up, just flexing. Like, what could you possibly be saying to the other guy? I have no idea what you could be bragging about, but they just got a first down, bro. And if they moving the chains, you probably need to be rehuddling and regrouping and aligning your guys, man. Because Ventrell's out. I'm a guy that that yep. do a better job of getting the team lined up and leading a little bit. Yo, be a senior, man. Get guys lined up and play football and make real plays. Don't be celebrating routine tackles. It's embarrassing. Yeah, I think I expected a little bit more um, out of trading this year, maybe even the safety play as a whole. Um, even Trevez Johnson. I know I had a lot of excitement about, you know, going into this season, but, um, you know, I do want to give a, uh, a congratulations to Jalen Kimber um, interception return for a touchdown uh, on what the defense. Play. He had a couple of great plays um, in that game. So definitely want to give him his, uh, his due for that. Um, we had a, um, I had a really, I had a really cool interaction with him. It's like after he came and this is part of the job that like, I guess we don't talk about it enough, but it's really cool to just have like, like these little interactions and I looked at him. So he came and did media um, and he hurt his hand um, like the week of Utah. Um, and so you see, he's been playing with that club. And I remember he's walking off and I was like, Hey, how, how did you catch that? <laughs> like you, you have an actual club on your hand. And he's like, honestly, like the guy kind of just like spun me into it and the ball just got like stuck in my other arm and i'm like that's like hey listen it works obviously you, you, you get a pick you get in the end zone you make a play for your team big time plays, um, make big time plays man. but yeah that's yeah he, he it was just kind of cool because he kind of looked at me and was like dude like it, it just happened he's like there's like he couldn't really explain it it was just a really cool interaction but like you said still big time players big time plays and i like eight uh big time games yeah he, I, like um, eight. I like eight somebody, i said somebody that asked, in the off season. Somebody asked him what it was like to play in front of such a great crowd. And I was like, yo, he, he went to Georgia. Like they also have a great crowd. It's not like now like he trained now, not like you're asking Montreal Johnson, Hey, is it nice to play in front of more than 20,000 people in Lafayette? It's like, Hey, he played in Sanford stadium. They also have a, a big crowd there. I think we need to see more eight and uh three at corner. Uh, 24 isn't, I mean, it just, he he had an interception that hit him in the hands. I thought he had the club on. Just play the plays he got to make. He was just uh, practicing the right over left gator chomp, uh, <laughs> trying to catch the football. But we, I need to see more eight and three, less rotation that corner. I think Marshall and uh, Kimber are holding themselves down. And, and, and yeah. we, if we are spelling eight, uh, bring in uh, Devin Moore, I think, to play a little bit more at the corner spot. Devin I, Moore played a lot. I like my corners. Yeah, yeah right. Devin Moore right. played a lot. Um, and then um, and, and you're getting close to getting Jaden Hill back as well. Right. And we know the season goes as Jaden Hill goes. So um, uh, let's see on the offensive side of the ball. I know we're bouncing around a little bit. Actually, before we do that, Silk, do you want to do a quick Graham co ad read? No, 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 no. We gotta, we okay, gotta very good. Sorry about that. All right. <laughs> No, you're good. I told you so, pre show. Go ahead. No, you're good. Uh well, since we are in a uh, in a little ad segment, let's uh let's shout out our friends over at Home Field Apparel. 
Visit them at homefieldapparel.com. Use promo code Stadium and Gale, all one word, 15% off of your order. Uh, about 20 different UF designs. See a lot of them in the crowd, so they definitely got out and about. Um, appreciate you guys using that code. I know a number of you have reached out and asked about it. Again, Stadium and Gale at homefieldapparel.com. Um, I do want to talk about some of the other things, um, and we're going to bounce around this episode just so everybody knows it's probably not going to be the most uh, – flowing episode in terms of the the way that we talk about offense it's flowing just fine man we, no we, we i don't mean it that way i just mean we're going to probably go from offense to defense back to office back to defense so um i do want to um i thought the o-line played really well um and i i, I do want to give a shout out um austin barber um he's he's doing very well um so i think that he deserves uh some credit uh for what he's done but the offensive line i thought played played pretty well yeah, yeah barber came in Barber, go ahead Barber came in um, as a backup, played all 51 snaps on offense, and, and we can get into that's a problem. Uh, you had, you know, 80, like 78, 80 snaps on defense, 51 on offense, but played all 51 snaps. I think he had a really – I think I think, can't remember when it was. I had to watch the game back again at 2, at 2 a.m., um, but had a nice pancake block. Um, really no – let down at all from Tarquin to Barber. And that's not saying anything mm. bad about Tarquin, just trying to talk about how well I think Barber is playing. But yeah. You always have to question, okay, when somebody steps, when somebody has to step into a role, is there going to be a drop off in talent or a drop off in production? Cause there's a reason why somebody's starting and somebody's a backup, but I don't think there's been a drop off, um, at least a noticeable drop off from uh, 70 to two. What number is, is Barber? 58. He is 58. From yep. Tarquin to Barber. From Tarquin to Barber. Numbers. Um, I do – I just want to double-check my tweet from yesterday. Um, Trevor Etienne had a – yeah, Trevor Etienne had a great run, um, and I know that um, 65. Um, King Kingsley Egwakon had a – an incredible block to, to spell him on a long run in the fourth quarter. Um, so definitely want to give him his due diligence, but I do think the offensive line is playing very well. Obviously we'll see how they do against, you know, tougher sec opponents as the season goes on. But I mean, I think that this is probably the most confident we've felt in an offensive line in 12 years. So it's good to see them uh, continuing to pull their weight. Yeah. Shout out to uh, two and seven are both running the ball exceptionally well. Um, two, two is making the guys miss and then getting down the field. Like sometimes like it could be blocked well, but you still got to make one guy miss. And it's been a while since we had running backs to be able to make a guy miss like that and then, you know, run down the sideline. So that was good to see him break what he broke uh, versus USF. I think two and seven need to get more carries. No no slightly five. I don't think he's playing bad football. He's just playing a level below both of those guys. Um, there's people crying for Lorenzo Linger to get some carries. Um, I think all of you guys are drunk and need to sober up on game day. Uh, there's nothing wrong with the running. If there's anything lacking in our run game, it's, it's the question of why isn't two and seven getting the ball more often? Them guys are getting chunk yards. Uh, then they were averaging some both over 10 yards of carry this past game. Am I, am I, am I like mistaking something? But it's um, insane. Yeah, Montreal averaged 17.2 at 103 on six carries, the 62 yard rush, uh, the bulk of those, but not not slight to him. Um, and Trevor Etienne actually incredible led patience. Incredible yeah. patience by these guys. These guys are running at a pro level, the, the type of patience and, and awareness that they have. And, and, and with the cutbacks, they understand exactly how to run the ball in this offense, man. Um, and, when, and when Billy 
brought this guy over. Mm -hmm. um, it wasn't it wasn't by mistake. He understood that certain guys got to know how to run the ball behind this line. Like because the line is blocking well, but if you're not patient enough, it, it, it ain't even that great of blocking. You know, you gotta I mean, have some patience to, to 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 let things mm -hmm. set up a little bit. And both of these guys are very good at that. I mean, I, I'm just I'm just thinking right now, think of where Florida would be yesterday uh without the transfer portal, right? Without Osiris Torrance, without Ooh. Montreal Johnson, without Jalen Kimber. Um <laughs> yikes. Right. Yeah, the best players yeah. on the field yesterday was guys that, that wasn't on this team last year. Shout out to Torrance, man. Uh, he's going to play on Sundays. He's just opening a lot of gaps, moving people. That's why I don't understand why – like, I don't care what the, the numbers stay in the box on the goal line. Bro, like, we're pushing shit around. Like, you use your strength. And, and I think running is such a mentality. Like, let this team take on the mentality of we're going to run over people, not AR is our savior. Because that's the, the mentality that we felt like we came into the season with. Like, AR is going to mm -hmm. have to save this team. Right now, you don't need him to save this team, bro. We got saviors. Hand that thing off, bro, and let this line, these linemen lay on some people, and, let, and let's ride that, man. But turning the ball over, putting our defense in terrible positions when they're getting gashed is just bad football. And we got to get the analytics and the nerd shit out of this and just get down to just basic football. Put yeah, a hat on the hat and run that shit over. Yeah, we're, we're three games into the season, and I think that we've we, – we need to set a, a standard that – Montreal Johnson is your starting running back, and Trevor Etienne is the next guy off the bench. Oh, well, I don't think I don't think it I matters think who starts. I don't mean starting, just like who's the first one to start, right? I mean, as in the two Touches. of them, Montreal Johnson specifically, in my opinion, need to get the bulk of the carries and need to act like a starting running back, not just be a starter on paper. Yeah, so – Florida ran the ball. Let's call it twenty-seven times because they had some some kneel downs. I think three <clears throat> kneel downs. Um, so it, it's it's literally just yeah, it, it's communism. <laughs> Everyone, everyone's getting the same here. It, it's Montreal gets six, Etienne gets eight, Naquan got six, and, and Ant got seven. So six, seven, eight between four. They all deserve more those carries. Guys. I think they should. They just need more carries. Period. But um. Bro, Will Muschamp, Will Muschamp would have would have ran the ball in this game sixty five times. And Nobody Florida was running the ball in Florida. No, it would it would have been like that Georgia game when Treon Harris beat Georgia and they and I think he Treon threw the ball eight times and they ran. Oh, like when Kelvin 60. Taylor went off. Kel yeah, Kelvin Taylor yeah. and was it like Kelvin Taylor oh, and Matt stupid. Jones ran the ball like four, three, yeah. five times a P or uh, combined. Um, but yeah, Gators on the season are averaging six point four two yards per carry um, on ninety nine. 99 rushes and eight touchdowns. I've been waiting to have an offensive line to maul stuff and run people over. And I, don't I think you have like them. Blowing my mind. We, had, we got that. Like, I don't got know, Let's not get cute with this, bro. Let's not get cute. Like, we should have ran that out the gym yesterday. USF didn't mm. blow on the same field as us. We got cute. Um, I thought the Kentucky game, we got cute and it cost us. And it could have cost us last night getting cute. But I understand it's a rebuild. And it's a lot of cultural stuff we got to redo, but – that last night was us, us shooting ourselves and us not doing ourselves a lot of favor with the play calling and situational football. And, and yeah. that's kind of what I think that's what I said, and I think you guys agreed. It was like, listen, don't try to force an issue against USF. You're bigger, you're faster, you're stronger. Lean on them. Um, and that looked like it was sort of the game plan, but then, but then I, I don't know because I mean, if you look at it, AR threw 18 times. Um, and the team ran 27. So, like, 
You, you tried to run the ball. I, I just I, – I, I don't know. And you were successful running the ball. But, but then you have to go back to defense. You just didn't get off the field. Like, I remember looking down at one point, and I'm like, USF's almost running, like, two to one offensive plays to Florida's. Like, Florida's just not – get defense just not getting off the field. And – the the refs like yo the, so we like, sustain those same type of drives is my mindset like if they if they want to sustain drives tire my defense out I got an offensive line to run again that can do the same let's just let's let's see mm-hmm. who wins this this game because I think I'm bigger I'm at home uh, my team is stronger than yours so let's just let's just play a type of football not you leaning on me and then I start pitching it around and getting cute mm-hmm. hell no nah. we big dog. Mm. Yeah, so um got embarrassed in front of company. Yeah, embarrassed me in front of my friends. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> embarrassed me in front of company, bro. Like, come on, this I'm telling everybody this is hey cakewalk game, man. No, let's knock mm-hmm. this out. Go play some space, man. Like, you gotta right. pay attention to this. Just keep game. it on in the background. So, so it's letting people in the house going, yeah. Oh, we're eating we're eating food. We got food today at seven. This the bulls, USF? Oh, man, this is crazy. <laughs> Oh, man. Um, let's talk a little bit about uh, offensive play calling beyond the fact uh, that the Gators probably need to run the ball. Uh, run the damn ball. Um, these screens to Xavier Henderson and these jet sweeps, or sweeps, pardon me, um, they've got to go. or They've got to be changed. Man, um, man jet sweeps, man. It was like uh, crop duster sweeps. Crop duster sweeps. Just man. a little Cessna. Um, no, yeah. no, it's it's the Wright brothers. It's it's the first <laughs> yeah, yeah, flight. Yeah, this ain't no jet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not a jet at all. Bringing us back to Kitty Hawk days. Um, what do you guys think the issue is um, on Xavier Henderson? Um, do you think they need to move that play out of the playbook? Do you think they need to change who gets it? Um, but it is they're not running. Working. They're running it so much that like you have to think. All right, they're setting it up for something eventually. But then they hand they, they handed one off to Ricky. Um, I've seen them hand it off to, to Hendo, but like, there's so many plays where like, that's the play action of the play. Like my guy, Xavier Henderson has run in, in Iron Man in pre-snap motion on these, uh, you know, right brother sweeps. Um, <laughs> and, and I'm just like, stop it. Just stop it. Like what, what are you, what are you accomplishing? And now maybe, sweep maybe, we, maybe, maybe we get to Jacksonville and, and they bust out an 80-yard touchdown off of this. And we're like, ah, oh, man, that was stupid. Look at that. You set it up all year. But right now, I'm looking like this is – I'm over it. He doesn't seem like the right guy. Like, um, no no shot mm-hmm. to Henderson. But he seems like a long strider. Uh, I don't even like him on punt return. I just think he has no wiggle mm-hmm. for that type of stuff. But he's a for sure catch. Okay, whatever. I think Ricky Pearsall is a better guy to run that jet sweep. Hell, even give it to Trent Whitmore, who I think needs to get more targets as well. Because when the ball's mm-hmm. up, he just makes plays. Um but I'm not feeling that the jet sweep, the bubble screen, if you're going to call that, the wide receivers is not blocking well enough. And if you guys can't separate on a, on a, on a wide receiver, just basic routes, one-on-ones, you guys can't win one-on-ones. You got to be able to block on, on these bubble screens. But I just don't mm-hmm. like the guys that are getting these plays. That play, These plays are regular plays in football. You can't just cross them out of the, the playbook. Right, no, of course. Um, but, but who's getting them? The personnel is, is driving me absolutely insane. I know some people have offered up Ricky Pearsall. Some folks are offered up uh, Naquan Wright, um, obviously a good pass catcher. Um, but I, I, I think Trent Whittemore or, or Ricky Pearsall are, are better options. Um, I just it, – it's not working. Um, three catches for three yards. 
Um, we got a whole lot of stats here. Let's see 105th in the country in explosive passing uh, place for 20 yards or more. I'm surprised it's that high, um, to be honest with you. Um, sassy Dan. There's some, something. Well, and I'm not trying to be super sassy. It's, I mean, the, the, the play call and the, the way that we do our, our play calling and the way that this offense is run right now is not an explosive offense outside of your running backs. That, I mean, that's where it's explosive at. That's what we expect it to be. No, no, no. I know I don't that. Care. Beyond that, just, there's, there's just nothing else. Yeah, and that's why I don't get why like they don't they don't play action off of it more and run it more. Uh, also, we just got to be able to run our quarterback. We just asking this guy to sit in the pocket. I don't like we, we were speaking about his injury. If there's something wrong with him, we don't know. But that just changes our mindset of how this offense is going to be run. And we yeah. all got to like just you know what I'm saying step back a little bit because his legs was was everything as far as this season doing something and, and us being able to maybe get nine ten wins and get ahead of the curve as far as his rebuild, but. If this guy's not going to be toting the ball and his health is still an issue with him being able to sustain an entire season, mm. it's just not – I don't see it. He's just not a pocket passer, and I don't think you're putting him in the best opportunities if if the defense know that he he's not going to run and take off. Mm-hmm. I, I think they're, they're not even spying him at, like that because they, they no, know he's not going to take off Kentucky, Kentucky – I talked to a coach um, in Kentucky. They said to have the exact same defense that, like, Georgia ran. They Kentucky spied him with one or two guys the rest the, – the entire game. Um, I, I don't know. I'd have to go back and USF watch USF did. again. Yeah, Listen, USF, USF doesn't USF have did. the dudes to do it. So, like, hey, cool. If you want to spy Anthony Richardson, mm-hmm. he's going to run around or over whoever is spying. Listen, I don't mm-hmm. care if Kentucky is spying him. I think, like, that kid getting in space, if he's healthy – I don't care if, if you got Michael Jordan back this spot. He's going to shake his socks <laughs> off. You feel me? Like, that's just what it is. I just think he's just something's up because a spy or no spy. You spy Michael Vick don't mean nothing. You're just wasting, yeah. wasting that guy's time. You feel me? Like, yeah. certain guys yeah. in space, it don't matter if you spy him. If he's in space and he can do what he do, um, he's yeah, going to make that, that guy miss. What, what would you do, Silk, if your coach was like, hey, we need you to spy Mike Vick this week? You're like, are you crazy? You're putting me on a highlight reel and not my highlight hey, reel? No. I'm here, to, I'm, here to honor, coach. I'm here to honor my scholarship. That's all I'm here to do. <laughs> give, give me a, give me <laughs> you, a different you, assignment, coach. I'm not promising miracles, but I'm here to honor my scholarship and do what you brought me here to do. Uh, I'm here to honor my scholarship. Listen, bro, the, the new food has been great. I will, I, will, uh, I will honor my scholarship, continue eating my three square meals a day, and uh, hope that he doesn't run me over. Um, that's uh, John Wilcox. That's the one of the – I used to say that as a fan, and I hear it a lot, like, oh, it's just a vanilla offense. You're hiding you're hiding it for, for later. Um, and I get a kick out of reading those now. It's plays mm-hmm. there. Like, I don't – I'm not going to sit here and say, like, he's calling some terrible offense because it's wide-open-ass people running that we just not hitting. It, to me, it's, it's, to, it's like, hey – that ain't working. Let's adjust to what really works and, and what's mm-hmm. best for our team and our offense to win games and get because the W's matter. You understand? Mm-hmm. So I, that's my thing. Like, is where's the adjustment to like, yo, we can't do certain things. <laughs> like, if he's hurt, then just say what it is. Hey, we're gonna bank on this run game until this guy's hundred percent. Set the expectations to a different level, and then because it's obvious something's something's up in my mind. Um. And that's what's what I, mean. I think once we get the talent, and that's where recruiting comes in at, mm-hmm. um, like that fixes a lot of problems. We watched Georgia and, and a lot of teams struggle with, you know, offensive philosophies. And and he's not Dan Mullen. He's not going to use the talent on the roster to his best abilities and squeeze all the, the capabilities out of these kids, man. This is not who he is. Um, 
So like up in the talent level to do exactly what what he's already play calling, it's gonna look different when he gets better players in here. But right now, mm-hmm. um, it's just not there. We don't have the Jimmy and Joes to just out athletic people, and we're playing bad football. Yeah, we've uh, Ricky Pearsall only one catch on the game. A lot of uh, overthrown. Um, it's like the Nick, first or second drive too. Yeah, the ball's um, getting was, away from him, man. The ball's rising. Yeah, the ball's sailing. Yeah, it's selling on him. Oh. Yeah, there was almost a uh, oh. an interception in the fourth quarter. Nick, I know you're making that face. If you're watching oh. on YouTube, Nick's making this very funny face because it's probably like I told you so. And wild. you know, wild. during practice, and say what? No, no, I was, I was, I was just, I was just being a hater. I was just <laughs> making, making stuff up, hating. Yeah, yeah, negative, negative, Nick, back at it. You got the moniker, is, Nick. It's just him not running the ball. I think that just changed yeah, everybody. I think everybody, everybody's shocked. I think everybody's just thrown thrown yeah. back at, at like the lack of the quarterback runs and the and the run the offense not being ran through him running the ball. I think everybody's just like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Hey, when, uh, I saw someone on Twitter was like, can't wait to read the uh, uh, in February how Anthony Richardson was playing on a torn meniscus that happened, uh, you know, in the Utah always, game. And- that's what that's what it'd be, right? Yeah. Just, just, if that's the case, I, I hope to find that out uh, earlier than earlier than uh, February for you guys. Yeah, we will not any longer be doing we know uh, they're Anthony lying. Richardson uh, Heisman updates. Okay. <laughs> Man, we <laughs> lost the whole we segment take, from the show. We'll take that yeah, yeah. segment out. Uh, we'll so have to find something to now. replace it. Thank God nobody but, sponsored that segment. <laughs> it was short-lived. Um, a lot of comments about uh, – Florida needing an offensive coordinator. Um, I think all of us were not surprised because we thought that Billy Napier would be uh, the offensive coordinator. Um, Obviously, Rob Sale has that title as well. Um, Don't know if you're going to get one. I'm certainly not going to get anybody new this season. Um, What are your thoughts? Do you think that just being the head coach and offensive coordinator is just a little too much? Is it not – something's not working. What are your guys' thoughts? Or is it too soon to decide? No, I don't like the uh, head coach or OC. Jimbo does it. Um, Dan did it. I just think it's a, it's a lot going on, man. It's too much. Uh, I just think he needs somebody else. I think offensive coordinators that are good these days are losing sleep at night, up, you know, crunching the numbers, mm-hmm. crunching the playbook. Like it's just it's a it's a it's a it's a fucking it's a mad it's a you got to be a mad scientist, man. It mm-hmm. takes up a lot of times, and I don't think he has as a CEO the time to to be a mad scientist as a play caller. Um, that's why you got a hundred and delegate that shit. And I think he needs to. You you got you got the biggest staff Florida's ever had to had the crunch numbers. We had an entire podcast mm-hmm. named Savage Number Nerds. You, need, you got people doing you need, that. You need a, a play caller that's held accountable for play calling. That's his sole job. And I don't think the head man needs to be having those duties. You know what I'm saying? Like, not at this point in the game. I don't see us. Everybody's delegating now. Yeah, yeah, but that's that's my early opinion. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think the problem. I was trying to I was trying to explain to my fiance. She's like, "Why are people mad?" And I'm like, "Well, well they, 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 I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, they're, they're, I'm like, I'm like, well, they, I'm like, well, they lost last week, and then and then they didn't look great. They didn't beat this team. She's like, but they won. And I was like, yeah, not really. <laughs> I'm like, not not really. Not really. Like, this this week was supposed to be. This week was supposed to be. Uh, Got embarrassed. You know, t- take your prescription to CVS. Take your medicine. You feel really good going into Tennessee, and and now it's just like 
you almost lost. I wrote, I was like, both teams left that stadium last night upset. One team because they lost, the other team because of how they won. Yeah, I mean, I mean, USF, obviously, you're, you're not going to take any loss as a win, but, I mean, they should walk out with their heads held pretty high, um, what they were able to take away. And, I mean, I think we even talked about it on the last show that this is a game where Florida should have gotten Lorenzo Lingard in the game, not because he needed to spell any of the uh, the guys or that he's better than any of those guys, but because Florida should have been running away with that game. Yeah. Um, even though the USF writer said there is no way USF is in this game. We all lied. Everybody lied. Everybody lied. Um, got a question here in the chat. Um, Anthony looking at ETN uh, wide open multiple times with open field behind him and missing wide receivers with no pressure. I mean, I just think that that's Anthony Richard. I just, I think he needs to improve as a as a passer. I think he's got to improve on his confidence. Time, shook without speed, being able to run. Else, his ability not to run the ball sums up, bro. And his, his inability to run the ball got him mentally shooking off his shit. Mm-hmm. He banks on that shit. And then, like, they're not going to tell me no difference. There's something mm-hmm. with, with his running game and his health that's throwing his confidence off, man. Even when he, he's not even planting on that shit to throw the ball like that, he's throwing all arm. I think that's one of the reasons it's selling because he, he's not planting right. Something's not, something's going off with his mechanics. It ain't just selling just, just to sell. It's selling because he's not planting right. Mm-hmm. Something's off, and that shit's throwing off his confidence, man. And he's playing like, it's like shit. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, not, it's not good right playing. now. He's not playing good right now. And they're not doing him any justice by like hiding whatever um, he has going on health-wise. Let's see, trying to think if there's anything else that we need to talk about in this game. Um, My linebackers are all, all t- a terrible, bro. Like, these older linebackers <laughs> got to go. I don't know what the hell going on with the one black and Wingo, why they're not seeing the field. But the linebacker play is atrocious. And that's why they were able to run the ball on the – whether it's the run game with Ventrell out, whether it was the run game. Because usually Ventrell is a liability in the passing game, but we mm-hmm. usually solid with the run. Uh, with him out, there was a noticeable um, just void in the linebacker room. And I don't know, like, what, what we're going to do there, but that's going to be a casualty all fall. Uh, give yeah. me more school and more young linebacker play, man, because number two is out there still guessing uh, six years on campus. Yeah, I do want to give Shamar James credit for recovering a fumble. Um, so shout out to him. Definitely want to see more of him as well. Um, but you're right, Silk, um, you know, from what I watched out of the game and didn't pay a ton of attention to, to linebackers when I rewatch, I will. But um, they, they, they just don't look good and they and they haven't. And I think that if you would have asked us at the beginning, when we talked about the beginning of the season, what our biggest concerns was, that was one of them. And I guess we were right. Not something we want to do right so, now. So many times. It's like you overrunning plays on purpose. <laughs> like there's no way you can overrun <laughs> that same type of play that many times for that many years, man. It's just like you run yourself out of plays over and over again. It's the most frustrating shit ever. Um, just excited. We got to up the talent. That's my biggest mm-hmm. thing what I got from last night. I mean, we of course there's leadership, and that's the reason why when when, when coaches go on the trail, they want to recruit team players from recruiting from winning teams. Sorry. We, they want to recruit players from winning teams because of this, man. Uh, we got to yeah. think too. Anthony Richardson from a losing high school program. It's not a lot of winning in his in his pedigree. Um, and when you recruit these kids like Tebow or these other people like Joe Hayden, when they come from these championship high school programs, Lakeland, those guys are used to winning. They got a different pride. They don't quit. 
they're not gonna let us up come in their building because they know shit. We better than these motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. We the Florida Gators and our logo whole shit down. There was mm-hmm. no pride and there was a, a lack of just championship pedigree in the building, man. That shit was not Florida football. That shit was embarrassing. I don't care if we won that game. That shit was embarrassing. Straight up. Play with some fucking yep. pride. Mm-hmm. Um, thought Brent Cox played pretty well, um, especially on the last drive. Um, Silk, you mentioned him too. I thought Desmond Watson played well. Um, I know Billy Napier said after the game that he is losing uh, tremendous amounts. Is that what it was? Large Losing chunks weight. of weight every week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I will give him credit. Best ball. He ain't go to the gym all summer and just like playing <laughs> out of his mind. <laughs> Man, who need weights, coach? Yeah. Um, Anybody else you want to give a shout out to, um, or any other want, thoughts on the game from yesterday? I'm gonna, I'm gonna continue, continue giving Desmond Watson his flowers because I sat up here and I slandered this man. Yeah, I slandered. Yeah. I said, I said, can he give you three? Can he give you four plays a game? Um, I, I my guy is out here working. Um, I, I want to know what they're doing. With, I want. He, no, he's not eating. Uh, he's losing weight. Oh no, he's yeah. definitely eating, Nick. He's definitely eating. He ain't fasting. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he's not fasting. Uh, there was no, there no. was a guy sitting next to me at the the sports book yesterday. He was a Texas fan. He's like, he's like, holy shit, that number twenty one just looks bigger than everybody on the field. I'm like, yeah, he's got a cool probably seventy pounds on the next uh, heaviest guy yeah. on the uh, on the field. But like like Silk said, he looked so. It, it, and Desmond Watson also plays a position that's not going to get stats like right dominican sue was the only nose tackle i know that like that like got got, got stats that, that gave you numbers but he's doing that he's moving people played 31 snaps yesterday i thought mm. you know going into the going into the season i thought it would be october before he plays 31st snap um in two weeks in a row he's played snaps, man i don't know he, he's played <laughs> over 50 like snaps i am here for a for a fullback dive with Desmond Watson as the fullback. Desmond Watson for Heisman? No. Listen, I will start if you give him the ball on the one yard line. I am. I will start the campaign. I told it. He's 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 earned um, the right to tote the rock at least once, man. But but for real, I, I want to give him like he he's. I still think he needs he's to lose weight. I would love to see him at three fifty three eighty instead of four fifteen <laughs> four thirty. Um, but he's playing good football. Um, so he needs to get, he needs to get his shine. Cause I was, I was hard on, I was hard on him earlier, uh, preseason. Shout out to the young Chris McMillan, McMcLellan. Mm-hmm. How you say his last McClellan. name? McClellan. Uh, I thought he played good football. The, the young boys are getting snaps, man. I think that's encouraging mm-hmm. to see our young players uh, on the defensive side of the ball, get out there and get some reps, man. I thought he made some key plays, uh, here and there. Um, um Nick, do you have the, uh, the, snap count list pulled up or can you yeah i'd be curious yeah. to know snaps from from the younger guys um you know shamar james Mari <laughs> yeah. wilson um because you're definitely starting to see them more on the field um shamar had 31 snaps he also yeah. earned the start so florida went into nickel which meant scooby who was going to be listed as a starter um didn't start uh but scooby played 47 snaps um shamar nice. had 31 Devin Moore played 37 snaps. Desmond Watson wow. had 35. Um, younger guys as well. Chris McClellan had nine. Kamari Wilson had eight. Um, and Jamari Lyons made his uh, debut with three snaps yesterday. Are you surprised that we haven't heard Lyons' name more? Um, 
I think we kind of thought, you know, based on the off season, and I know that there were some positive reports, um, but Florida needs help with defense attack right now, and I don't. Yeah, uh, you need help. It's it's also your, it's just a young player. It is what um, he I mean, is, yes, man. Young player, and listen, he made his he he was really good, really good in high school. Um, I think he's probably. Uh, better as a pass rusher right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're going to need to, you know, continue getting these guys snaps. So for me, him getting three snaps in this game um, and, and me continuing to complain like mm-hmm. German Dexter, dog, you're asking a lot out of him. 61 right. snaps at defensive tackle. Um, you're asking a lot. So f- finding that depth. So, no, I'm yeah. not surprised that. No, that's, and that's my fault. Played. I thought, yeah, I got confused on Jamari Lyons' age. Um, yeah, else, but I mean, so. true freshman. Yeah, true freshman. So it, good to see him get in. Um, yeah. and, and you want to continue <clears throat> getting that. Yeah, let's give a uh, quick shout out to our friends over at Alumni Hall. If you are looking for anything Gators related, uh, whether it be t shirts, polos, uh, golf accessories, uh, tailgating uh, gear or equipment, um, men, women, children, um, best products um, in Gainesville in terms of volume uh, you can shop on their store at Archer or at their store, pardon me on Archer road, visit their new expansion or visit them at alumni Um Any final thoughts before we, we move on. Yeah. Everybody coming back, man. All that's leaving early for the NFL first round draft talk for some of these guys, man. I think, I think we get, we get our, our early answers to, on what to expect next year. And this is a build. So um, this is a long build to next year. It ain't just, you know, these guys going to have one great year and then we, we got to mm-hmm. figure it out next year. I think Gravon, somebody put in the stat sheet what he put up last night, and it's beyond the stats, just the film. Uh, none of these guys are putting up film, I think, for like mm-hmm. early exits or anything like that. And there's still a lot of football to be played. But right now, um, that's my overall take. You got to be telling for the long What's haul. it take? Des Des better than Dexter this year. I don't think it's I don't think it's really fair to compare the two. Um I think Dex is having different a good roles year. and yeah. A lot less I think Kerr's having a good year um beyond just the the stat sheet. Um he is getting expectation double nearly every plays. Yeah. He's probably not the five star defensive tackle numbers wise that maybe people were wanting or expecting, but I think Gervon's doing a, a pretty good job or doing a very good job this year. Um, uh, I'm not gonna say very good. I got I got to keep it a buck. He's not playing right, very good. He's not dumb. Then a good a good job. Maybe a B. B minus. I won't give you the good. <laughs> <I won't laughs> Dan, Dan's got his red. Dan's, <laughs> got right. a red a, Dan's got a red pen out. He's 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 <laughs> yeah, 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 to the got, top. Give him happy yeah. faces and shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Little stars and stickers um, along the way. Hey, like the way the way this is going, this looks better for Florida in 2023. Like I thought, no way, Florida would get Anthony Richardson back. You, you might. Um, I, I still I think might. I'm uh, not sure. Yeah, I don't think. I don't think there's a I might think he anymore. Got a long Nick. way to go. Even if he starts lightening up on his feet or whatever happens, but he's just got a long way to go, man. Uh, as far as like read defenses and you know getting getting better with the mental side of the game. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I think he's back regardless. This is this is a good this is a rebuild. And we, a lot of a lot of our answers are getting answered for next year. Yeah. 
Yeah, definitely some regression so far this season. Um, all right, gentlemen. We better have our, We better have. We gotta get our shit together, man. Because Tennessee is not. They gonna they gonna run us up out of that stadium, bro. So, bro, yeah. there's. Florida's won 16 of the last 17. Um, mm-hmm. Florida leads the all-time series 31 to 20, and Tennessee won the first 10. So, like, even me growing up, I was like, this is the game because it was Fulmer and it was Spurrier. It was the first SEC game. And it always seemed to be back and forth. It hasn't really been back and forth. Tennessee, stadium's already sold out. Game day's going to be there. They're doing that checkerboard thing, which, listen, I, I don't like that creamsicle orange color. But I think that looks cool. Mad. I think that looks cool. It, 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 I would love to see a Billy Napier, <laughs> Will Muschamp moment. See all these sad, disappointed Tennessee fans leaving. Um, but there's there's going to be a lot of, of trash talk this week. There's like 16 years of pent-up Tennessee fan aggression um, that they will release uh, <laughs> on Neyland Stadium if, if Florida comes out and looks the way they did last Saturday. Absolutely. Um, trying to find the line right now for the game. Ten. It was, Is it ten? 10. Tennis, Tennessee minus ten. That seems that seems high to me. Over under sixty three. Yeah, that's um, high to 10, me. Not what 10, I saw Saturday. Yeah. Um, we'll talk about it here in a minute. I do want to talk about um, the Gators picked up a commit today from Silk's backyard. Um, Chauncey Bowens Here. from the Benjamin School. Out of the five six one, uh, there in North Palm Beach, uh, 5'11", 215 pounds, um, True. ranked two forty two on the composite, thirteenth um, overall running back. The boy is the truth, that, man. Go ahead. What you ben, got and I was going to ask Benjamin School. That was uh, where Kyer went, right? Yeah, yeah, Kyer went there as well. They they're not uh, huge on football as a private school, but they always have one from the city that's usually a killer. Um, this kid's a killer, bro. This is this is how you want to make. It. I don't know who came out and said he wasn't fast, but around here we know what the smoke is with this kid. He's a hundred meter runner. He's gonna run sub 11, 10, 9, 10, 8. Uh, and then he's a bruiser. So when you cut the film on, you're gonna be like, oh, this guy has to be just a between the tackle runner that just bruises guys. Nah, he'll take it to the crib as well. Big strong kid is what Bama look for in running backs. I like how Billy looks at the running back mm-hmm. room. He don't miss. It's a lot like Montreal Johnson, but. I think the top end speed's gonna be a little bit faster. Um, the kid's well, a dog. The, well, the way Billy runs his, his running backs, you need to have a bunch of them because uh, everyone's only gonna get six carries. So you gotta have at least five in the room at all times. Um, I see why you say that. Uh, let's see about yeah. So he joins, um, you know, the the number nine overall ranked class for the class of twenty twenty four. I should have said that. I think. I, I don't think I mentioned he was 2024. Um, he joins Miles Graham. Uh, two great starts. Silk, did I see a tweet uh, about you saying that he's RB1 for you? Uh, I mean, he's or that type of running back, right? I yeah. think there's some, there's a couple more guys. You know, you got Jarek in his class. Yeah. Uh, it's, some, it's some running backs in his class. But, yeah, he I, he's up there. And you, you're splitting hairs. And people don't think he's just as good as those guys. Just keep watching. And you'll see as, as this season play out and next year play out as well, he's just going to keep ascending. The kids yeah. real deal. Yeah, I was just gonna say you have to remember all of the film that you've watched. It's probably him as a freshman or sophomore, or just starting his junior campaign. So definitely has a lot of time uh, left to go. But the Gators grab yeah, his commitment. gonna keep dropping, and for a kid that big, that strong, you know what I'm saying. You know what you're getting, bro. It's not no scat back. 
All right, guys, let's get in to the Tennessee game. Um, let's give a shout out to our friends over at Dome Hats first. Um, Dome Hats, uh, we created our stadium in Gale Hats through Dome Hats, um, owned by two uh, former Florida Gator uh, football players and alumni. Um, they've got a great store. Perhaps you saw Redell Anthony um, doing the um, Mr. Two Bits um, on game one where he was wearing his Ike Redell and Quez hat. Uh, Dome Hats made that hat. Um, go check out their store. Go to domehats.com. Use promo code Stadium Gale. So drop the and Stadium Gale. You get 15% off of your order. I know a few people reached out last week. They said that the Promo code was not working. It is working. I know a couple of people have already bought hats, so we appreciate that. Domehats.com, promo code Stadium Gale at checkout. Uh, Gators travel to Neyland Stadium, as we already talked about. Um, Tennessee is a 10-point favorite. Over-under is 63. Um, Tennessee is 3-0 and on the year has looked pretty good, especially from an offensive perspective. But, boys, um, what are your thoughts on this game? Um, but yeah, you got to be worried about Hendon Hooker. Um, yeah. And I, you're not I, – I'll be shocked if Ventro Miller is, uh, is available to play in that game. Um, I don't think he will be. I don't think he'll be back next week either. Um, he was down, uh, down there in a boot. Um, so I think you got to be worried about Hendon Hooker. I'm trying to pull up his, um, his stats right now. Yeah, I got them pulled up right now, Nick, uh, 59, uh, of 85 on the season, um, six, 69.4, uh, percent completion percentage, uh, 9.9 yards, an attempt, 844 yards, six touchdowns to zero interceptions. Uh, Joe Milton has also played a little bit as well. Uh, the former not worried Michigan. about Joe Milton. No, 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 not worried about him, I hope, but also, I mean, um, he's thrown the ball me. and thrown three touchdowns as well. What scares me more is, is getting gashed in the run game. If teams want to mm. drop back and pass on us, I welcome, I welcome that because that's how I sprint for Brent Cox uh, already playing undisciplined, flying <laughs> flying across the edge, trying to trying to sack everybody that drops back and pass. So uh, I think that favors us. If, if Tennessee can gash us in the run game, then that makes a different type of football, and that's what's mm -hmm. been putting us on our heels. Not anybody – I don't think Will Levis causes a whole lot of problems with his arm. No, yeah, Jalen Wright is, yeah, is the Wright, next guy need to worry about on the season. Yeah, correct. Yeah, he's averaging 15, um, 15 attempts a game, seventy-seven yards a game, and over five. And that's where the problem lies. Yeah, apparently, um, just saw in the chat. Haven't uh, haven't looked, but um, I trust this person. Jabari Small uh, will not be playing in this game. He's their second leading rusher uh, on the season. Uh, Hendon Hooker also runs the ball a little bit. Uh, not much success this year. Uh, Twenty-two attempts for sixty-three yards. Uh, but Jalen Wright um, averaging five point one three yards per carry, three touchdowns per game, and um, averaging about seventy-seven yards a game. So. Um, Definitely a guy the Florida has to look out for um, from the, the running game. But uh, Silk, you mentioned it. I don't think that Florida got uh, a great performance out of Will Levis. I think that the defensive backs did well. But I think that this is going to probably be their definitely toughest test of the season um, in terms of them throwing the ball. Even though Cameron Rising uh, from Utah was, was known to be a pretty good passer and Will Levis, I think that Florida did well uh, against both of them uh, for all intents and purposes. But Hennon Hooker is definitely going to sling the ball um, throwing the ball 29 times a game right now. 
And he's good. Um, do you need to spy him? I don't know because he's such a good passer. Um, I, I worry about Jalen Wright. Um, I also think it's it's important to see who are the guys that are going to travel. If we're talking about um, this is your first, this is your first uh, road game. You can only bring a certain amount of players. So, are you going to have? Um, Jamari Lyons, do you get him in this week to be like, okay, can we bring you next week? Uh, are you going to be ready to play? Um, so to me, it's, it's interesting um, uh, uh, who they will bring. And um, I think it's a really tough task. I, 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 mm-hmm. I'm going back and forth. Normally I'd have an extra day uh, before we get into our pick section. Um, but I, I'm interested to see what your picks will be, you boys. Yeah. Tennessee. Um, Tennessee is ranked – 11th right now in the AP poll and coaches poll. Uh, Florida's right now ranked 20th. This is the highest that Tennessee has uh, been playing Florida since 2005. Um, One of the things that I did want to mention completely offline from that is uh, Tennessee runs a hurry up offense. Um, You know, Florida's going to definitely need, especially Nick, you mentioned it with, with lions there at defensive tackle. Um, You know, Florida's going to have to make moves and make moves quick because They've not played an offense that runs at this speed uh, all season. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> go ahead, So, No, I think they're they, they going to give up some rushing yards. Um, Tennessee, they, they're not they're – not, I think we can run the ball on them. I think mm-hmm. we come out and do what we're supposed to do. And I think we need to possess the ball and play in shortened games and, and, and play a different style of – I think our approach and philosophy just needs to change. If we come into this game – and run down Tennessee, throw a hand this thing off and get chunk yards in a run game and be explosive the way we need to be, bro, we, we, we can win this football game. I think, you know, um, we're going to give up points. I think we're going to give up some real estate. They're at home, um, and, and we've just shown we're going to get gashed. That's going to happen. We mm-hmm. just got to play our football and not let this shit get away from us because we're on the road. So I think the philosophy going into this game needs to be, yo, let's run the ball down this, this team throw, stay in the game until the fourth quarter. And then, you know, do what we do. But um, trying to come yeah. out and have Anthony drop back in this loud-ass stadium, uh, the way the way what we've seen these last two games is a recipe for disaster. We'll get turnovers and get ran up out of this building quick. Um, I, we just need to change I, our philosophy and our approach to, to what to what we're doing. I think you need one of those old-school Jim uh, – not Jim, um, damn, Dan. How many coaches have I had? Uh, one of those old must-champ games. One of those old must champ games where you're looking at the time of possession. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, you don't need to match hurry up. You don't have enough depth to keep your guys from getting exhausted with, with Tennessee, with the pace that Tennessee plays on offense. Right. Um, try to keep Tennessee's offense off the field, extend drives. You don't need to be snapping the ball with 20 seconds left on the clock. Um, I think Florida needs to, and I'm probably going to be a broken record the entire year saying this. Florida needs to be a ball possession team. Use your running game to keep the other offense off the field. I think there is a recipe for Florida to win this game, and it's not Anthony Richardson throwing the ball 25 times. Yeah, he's going to have his opportunity because they're going to come in and load the box. I mean, they, they, they've seen enough film to know that, like, Anthony throwing the ball down the field, they'll take the chances there and the real threats at the running game. So I think they're going to they're gonna load the box and we'll get some opportunities, some one-on-ones. We'll see if guys like Shorty could come down with some balls like he did this past week. Uh, so the opportunities will be there in the past game. We just got to take care of, you know, the down and distance, 
uh, which we we proved that we could do that. It's just being invested in the run, banking it on, it, not not running away from it, and getting sexy and cute. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, Florida definitely has the the players. They have the potential ability um, to win this game. But I do think that this is going to be a tough one for the Gators and certainly probably one of their toughest matchups against the Vols, obviously, since 2005. But, um, you know, Florida definitely is going to um, – you know, need to to get out of their head, get out of their mentals. This is their their first road game of the season. Um, Neyland um, is loud. It is big. It will be hot. Um, and college game day is there. So you know that the fans are going to be there. Be very excited. Start drinking early. Um, so, But the Gators need to go out. They need to figure out their offense and how they're going to play. Um, but they can't. they they got to grind this clock down. That's, that's yeah, in my opinion, that the only way that they can get there. Yeah, I didn't like the uh, – it, it was like a mixed bag of like the, the defensive back cushion. Somebody just put that in the, mm-hmm. um, in the comments. Yeah. It was a mixed bag of cushions. I, I don't like the, the big ass because especially against USF, they weren't taking no shots. So right. I, I didn't get why we were giving up cushion when they weren't even throwing the ball down the field to begin with. I know we were trying to probably load in the box so the safety probably had to drop down in the box. There's no safety help. Mm-hmm. So there's some cushion that he probably needs to have, but – uh, like situation of football, like they, they were throwing at the sticks to get first downs, and we had cushions that were deeper than the sticks. It just didn't make sense. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Any other comments? If we're close in the uh, fourth quarter, Tennessee will tighten up. If we continue to turn the ball over, it can be ugly. Yes, yeah, so Florida can turn the ball over. Um, you know, that obviously bodes very well for the Gators. Um, Tennessee, as I said, has not thrown an interception. Uh, this season so um, you know tend the, the the quality of opponents that Tennessee has played uh, Pittsburgh is obviously a, a good football program uh, but outside of that um, you know not not stellar talent but still um, you know got it got to figure out a way to turn the ball over uh, let's see I'm trying gotta to think finally, in- gotta find leadership on the road man um, mm-hmm. you're going in underdogs uh, people writing us off Somebody got to find, you know, that vocal leader. Somebody got to go in that bitch with a chip on their shoulder and, and let's go get one, uh, which would be a big win right now. Um, yeah. You lose this game, you fall down where, where you're at in the East, and then you, you're reeling a little bit as far as the season. So mm-hmm. I think it's an important uh, road game, uh, and I think it's a winnable game. We let one get away in Kentucky. I think we just come out and play to our strength of what this team is. Uh, we could pull one out. But if we go out there and play the football, we played the last two games. This shit could get ugly fast, man. Um, and Billy, Billy just gotta just you know just 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 look in the mirror. Yeah, the quarterback's making some mistakes, but I don't think we're doing ourselves any favor by like dropping him back to pass that many times. Just hand that shit off. Two um, and seven Nick, look really good. Nick, there is a question, um, and maybe this is something for tomorrow. Um, I haven't noticed it, but it brought it up. Um, why are we doing all the pre-motion? Like we did versus Utah for the offense. Have you noticed that, or? Um, I mean, there's there's a little bit of it. I, yeah, Xavier less. Henderson's definitely running marathons. <laughs> my, shout, shout out to him. My guy's probably tired. Um, but there's Two less. Snap yards is um, the roof. <laughs> yeah. Talk to um, talk to somebody, and they said they were they were worried about Florida. They they thought, and it's something. I, I talked to him after the game last night, so that might be. Uh, changing their their thought process of it the way the Florida's looked the last two games they said I thought Florida would surprise everybody against Utah because there was really no film there was nothing there um 
and, and then and then the rest of the year would be tough because people would have film. They'd, they'd see what you are. They'd know what you're doing, how you're trying to use this personnel. Um, I, I don't know that the pre-snap motions are going to help you a bunch because Florida's tight end room is has been seen for what it is. It's an extension of the offensive line room. The, the, the receivers are what they are. There's 12 carbon copies of guys that don't get separation at the line of scrimmage, that don't get open. But the motions um, do help the quarterback uh, know what defense, if they're in zone man, that type of stuff, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, yeah, especially especially that. Um, I don't think Anthony – is is struggling with with that like uh, I, and, no. I, and I would know I, I not not to the extent not to the extent that the fans uh, seem to think but I can't tell you like so when ETN is is open like you said earlier ETN's open um I, I don't think that we don't know what the progression is and maybe he's throwing before he gets down to that that check down progression there's a bunch of times where I'm sitting there and I'm screaming I'm like you're missing this guy. You're missing that guy. But I don't know what the what the past progression is that he's going through in his head. I also, in my mind, it, it, I'm also sitting over here saying though, down. I feel like that got to be the check down. Like I'm sitting over here saying like, stop asking him to go through these progressions. Let the guy run. His progression should that, be that's what the lies. Sums up with the run, run, run the running. six foot four, two hundred and forty pound guy who runs twenty miles an hour. Let him run. Hey, hey. <laughs> running a 6'4", 240-pound, 4'4", 4'5", guy seems like a good idea. Um, AR throws too hard, and he's a one-read and takeoff QB. Um, yeah, and I'm fine with the one-read and takeoff because there's been some great one-read and takeoff QBs in college football. It's just there's no takeoff. Mm-hmm. That's my problem. Yeah, it's one read and then takeoff. One read and then, like <laughs> – there's something up, man, because this is this is what you tell this guy, and this is what we was told. Even Billy talked about it about the one read, and if it ain't there, just go get some yards. He spoke about this in the off season, and we're just not seeing that. Mm-hmm. So, like, we just got that's a got that's a question that, sense here. that's a question I need to ask Billy tomorrow. Um, you dropping the ball, fam. Give me your credentials, bro. I got you tomorrow. I got you tomorrow. So could be up. I got you tomorrow. You literally said we have to let Anthony be Anthony. Um, and, and maybe he met a different Anthony. I, I don't know which Anthony Carmelo he's talking Anthony about. Or something. Yeah, shout, shout to Melo. Um, looking at some of the stats here, it doesn't seem like teams have had um, Ball State. Can't really count that game. Pittsburgh um, averaged about 3.62 yards per carry. Don't think that Pittsburgh is a great uh, rushing offense, though. But, uh, you know, they haven't really been tested on the ground. So, um, you know, definitely an opportunity for Florida uh, there against Tennessee. Um, their passing defense, let me just see what, what they're working with. They have three interceptions on the season. Uh, I can see that number going up. But um, most teams that they've played against, um, Ball State threw the ball 43 times, Pittsburgh 44 and Akron 47. Um, they're giving up 61.2% on the season, um, 5.9 yards per attempt, 784 yards. So there will be opportunities for Florida if they can move the ball through the air um, to be able to get some chunk yards. But, you know, Florida's got to really rely. Sound like a broken record here on the running the damn ball. No, we cool. We're relying on just, just run it. It's fun. 
you ain't like it ain't the must champ. Like we were talking about must champ run game was different with Kevin and them boys. They had a good Georgia game, but it wasn't explosive like this, man. We didn't mm-hmm. those guys weren't this talented. This is a right. fun run game to watch, man. Watching our linemen go on the second level yep. and push people the fuck down. It's fun football. That's why I'm just like, yo, we just broke off this 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 big run with my man Montreal. We come back and throwing fade routes. Like, man, what the what is going on, man? <laughs> yeah. This is a setup. We need- I'm telling my son plays running back. So I'm like, yo, watch, watch two and seven, man. Them boys, they play, they they understand the game. And you just get down there and you throwing like the worst fade route I ever seen thrown in my life. <laughs> We we need we yeah, need he's like we need to make pick six and he stepped out. Damn, we need oh to make God. an affordable shirt. Um, affordable that affordable shirt that just says "Run the damn ball." And we need like forty thousand people in Ben Hill Griffin Stadium just wearing shirts sure. to say "Run the damn ball." Run let's damn let's ball. make our let's make a run the ball shirt, Nick. Run the damn ball. Run the damn ball. Let's put it to the printers. Two Probably plus seven equals ball, six. Run the damn ball. It's too, it's too ugly, bro. It's not sexy. Everybody want to throw the ball, pitch it around, do all the, the fancy stuff. But you got the big uglies to just run down people's throat. And this line look like they like that type of stuff, man. So let's do it. Run the damn ball. DK, $15. Um, wicked Fresh, you said you'll buy it. Feel free to just Venmo that money over now, and we'll get that shirt <laughs> over to you. Um, but uh, we'll uh, we'll get that put up on the Stadium and Gale store. Um, we got to run through buy or sell, boys. Um, I for one, your boy is we, leading. Like I to? said, I would be. We like I to? said, I would be. Like we, you knew I would be leading so happy buy or we sell, stink, man. I know. I'm not so happy, happy you stink. stink. I'm we happy we stink, man. I'm, I'm so glad that there's the a new function. I'm gonna start <laughs> muting Nick. Um. So this is how you made this. This is how you got on the list with Matt Baker and and and, 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 oh, no. and what a wild list! What a wild list! That, <laughs> that was list on. was exceptional. You, <laughs> Edgar, and Matt Baker. Oh, I can't. You, Edgar, and Matt Baker on the same list. Oh my god, man! That's that's, that's nuts. That's um, how you made the list, man. Excited that we stink. All right, I'm not excited. They Florida's two and one. Beat a very good USF team yesterday. Sassy Nick. All right. Sassy Nicholas. All right. Um, all right. So buy or sell from episode 195. A lot can change. Hey, Ben, stop, stop. Ben, stop tracking this, man. We'll ben, keep tracking it. Well, we get it, man. A lot, a lot. All right. Um, buy or sell. Oh, uh, before we get into buy or sell, sponsored by our friends over at True Classic Tees. Visit them. Great t-shirts, great polos, great athletic wear, trueclassictees.com forward slash SG25 will get you 25% off of your order. Trueclassictees.com forward slash SG25. All right, so buy or sell. A lot can change in five tweets from last week. The Gators will win by 24 and a half plus. We all bought and we all lost. Total over 59 points. Silk, you sold. I bought. Push. Nick sells. It's a push. Uh, Oh, I guess nobody said over 59, and it was actually 59. So, oh, sell is a win. You're right. You and and Silk win that one. I'll take take the L. Oh, yeah. I go 0 for 5 this week, so I should have known that. Um, Just a couple, bro. AR over 225 yards passing. Uh, Silk and I bought Nick sold Nick wins that one. Um, 
Trevor Etienne and Montreal Johnson combined for 75% of the rushes. I bought like an idiot. Um, Silk and Nick <laughs> sold, uh, and they were correct. Um, the Gators get a secondary interception. Was it just the secondary or was it the safeties? It was the secondary. We all bought and we all won. So I went one for four. Nick goes five for five, and Silk goes one, no. two, no, we uh, we none of us, we're none of us. Your your math is off. Vegas is winning. Vegas just took yeah, a Vegas, another Vegas game. Vegas, oh, you went you went four and one. I'm sorry, I forgot about the first one. Yeah, Nick goes four and one. Um, Silk goes one, two, three and two, and I, I go bet. one and four. You're no, stinging for, up the place, man. For as as confident as Nick certainly was right there, um, only only one only one more victory. And our uh, I, I took took the season our friend lead. Here. Took the season lead. Took the season lead. All right, gentlemen. Uh, buy or sell for this week. The Gators <sighs> I cover the shoot. spread in this game, which right now is ten. So, will the Gators lose by less than ten or win the game? You know, Gators. We cover him. We cover him, man. Don't play with me. Gators. Gators cover the spread. Gators cover the spread. All Probably three of us all on the same man. page. Just hand Let's it go. off, Billy. Billy, listen to me. Just hand that joint off. Them boys got you, dog. Lean on these people, man. That's all we got to do is lay on them. Gators rush for 200 yards or more. We run for 200. I'm going to buy. Everybody. I'm buying this one, Nick. <laughs> we run, we might run for 200 one. on Georgia. We running that joint, man. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm buying it. I'm buying it. Oh. I ain't running the ball for two. Try my run game, bro. That's what you do. Try, try my run game. Uh, Gators pass for 200 plus yards. Sale. Yeah. <laughs> that was Couldn't quick. Sell yeah. Enough. Yeah. Sell quick enough. Silk's done buying fake money. He's done. Yeah, yeah. I got He's all that, done. Um, Embarrassment I'm, in front of my friends. <laughs> I'm gonna sell this one too. I might sell all passing uh, until um, until we lose. Um, maybe change my mind. All right, boys, um, we're gonna try this one again. Do Montreal Johnson and uh, no sell? Stop doing it. It's just ETN easy to sell. Combine for more than fifty percent of the carries. Nick has already sold. <laughs> you just changed it. <laughs> you just changed yeah. it. You said we're gonna try it again. If it's seventy-five percent, we're selling. This is you know this we're is a timeshare. I, I didn't know. Bro, the running wait. backs have a beautiful condo in the Bahamas. They I did not three I months know, out of the no, year. No, no. There's four of them. It's a nice timeshare. You're gonna get your six, seven carries, uh, and then and then you're out. So, All right, no, fine. Then no. I'll adjust. Hey, Nick, ben, add, sorry, add, we're adjusting add, on the fly. We're gonna do sixty percent. Since you don't know well, to ask uh, the coach well, at the presser, add, add the running back a timeshare thing to your list too, man. It's, it's Billy, Billy was pressure. asked about it last Wednesday. He said we produce NFL running backs. This is our system. This is what we're going to do. I, yeah, I, yeah, I yeah, Ask yeah. him again. Yeah, like, yeah copy coach. And paste. They are, but but also, coach Deshaun Wynn and Emmitt Smith played in the NFL, sir. Um, <laughs> different different levels of NFL running backs, and and all all three of these guys are going to play. But I don't think the threshold and the carry should be the same. We got to get That's Silk into a press yeah. conference. That was one of the most backhanded, disrespectful sirs I've ever heard. Yeah. <laughs> big big <laughs> fan sir. of Deshaun Wynn, too. Sir, That's my uh, guy. Deshaun Wynn also. <laughs> All right. Um, where did I go? Oh, so uh, the question is, 
Uh, we're going to change it slightly and modify it. Uh, ETN and Johnson combined for 60% of the carries. So, so I'm so, going to buy. No, I'm so sold. Right. I want it. I, what I want it to be, I, I learned to look at like you just got. You can't look at life for what you want it to be. You got to look at it for what it is, man. You know what I'm saying? They make changes from there, but right now for what it is, they gonna give. They gonna ration it out all the same. I don't think they want to uh, lessen fives carries. I I am seeing something different from. I am taking what the last drive that scored the touchdown is to make my decisions that I think we're gonna run the damn ball. Um, okay. Will. The Gators right now. The Gators have like your three sacks on the entire season, just three. Um, Amari Bernie has one. Justice Boone has one. Gervon Dexter and Trey Dean have half of a sack each. Will the Gators walk out of this game? Half a second, ten flexes. The Gators got zero sacks against Utah, three against Kentucky, and then zero against South Florida, which, in my opinion, is probably something we should have talked about. A very egregious stat line. Will the Gators get? one and a half sacks or more against Tennessee. I think so. I think opportunity is going to be there. Uh, Hypo likes to pitch it around a little bit. Uh, and Cox likes to, you know, over pursue. So I think he could, get, he could get a couple himself this game. He's due for a big game. I think he's playing – like, he's not playing bad football. He just plays some selfish football a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he's due for a big game uh, eventually. So I think this may be one. What was the number? One and a half. I would I would have bought with three and a half. Four, so I'm buying at one and a half. You right. would have bought that the Gators are going to get four sacks. Yeah, they have three on the entire. I, I like your yeah. optimism, Nick. I, I don't know why the people call you. We're changing the narrative here. We're changing the narrative. Trying to get out their Egger list. That's wow, man. You should put it on your gravestone, man. Here lies a man that was on the list with Egger and Matt Baker. Bro, I was. <laughs> I was getting cooked. I don't know what I did. Yeah. But I was getting cooked. Hey. I, I think I, I can. We will enumerate those reasons after the show. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna buy that um, as well. And then finally, we talked about covering. We talked about um, in, in the first question, but we're just gonna ask the point blank question: Will Florida win this game? Uh, it's, it, I don't, I don't know a whole lot about what Tennessee is, but they do look like they, uh, have an identity, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we win this game, uh, if we, if we stay to our identity of, of, of what we should be. Um, that's, that's where I'm at with it. I don't want to lie. Just be, come on some hoorah. Yeah. We finna beat these guys. I think we, we could beat these guys if we run the ball. Uh, control the clock, keep our defense out of bad situations. You know, we can't just go put those guys in, in, in terrible, uh, you know, three and out situations over and over on the road. Defense is going to fold. So the offense needs to possess the ball with that run game and play smart situational football, take the nerd shit out of it and the analytics shit out of it. Be smart. Put your, put your football team in a situation to get out of there with a dub. That was good, but it was a yes or no question. <laughs> It was actually a buy or sell question. Yeah, man. You know, I, I got us winning. Yeah. <laughs> I got a lot to the end. Dan? I'm, I'm going to sell. Dan's got Tennessee. I got Tennessee. I've got Florida oh, winning. I got Florida winning in, in Rockies. Oh, damn. Oh, my gosh. Oh, the game was waiting. That was a setup, Silk. It was a setup, Silk. 
He's going to the Gators. The Gators are going into yeah, Rocky Yeah, Nick's Top name's going to be replaced, Tennessee. and mine is going to slide right in here, lies a man. I'm feeling good. Yeah, I picked wrong week one. I picked wrong week two. I picked right last week, and right, I'm, right. Picking right, I'm picking right this week. I'm picking Barely. right this week. Florida's going to be a really – Florida's gonna be a Get frustrating team this year. You're gonna you're gonna lose to like you're gonna like find a way to lose to Spencer Rattler in a really bad South Carolina team. So you'll that. go, you'll me. beat Utah. You're gonna beat Tennessee on the road. Um, yeah, I'm going Tennessee. Tennessee, Florida beats Tennessee this week. Are you Rocky going Tide. Tennessee or are you going Florida? Florida, Florida wins. You I'm just said you're going Tennessee. Okay, just want Florida. Florida, Florida wins the football game. You think Florida wins the football game? Well. Gentlemen, I think man. that that takes us. Yeah, I can't believe you went out like that, bro. That's I know. crazy, man. Yeah, I know. It was a setup. It was. Mm. We'll see. We'll see where we at with it next week, man. I'm I will. I will gladly eat the crow that Nick has left over from the Utah game. Um, Ate it all. Actually, he had to eat a lot of it, a lot more than I would have to. So, yeah. Uh, who's got the song of the week? Is it Nick? Nick. Ooh. What kind of shanty are you going to put us on, buddy? Oh, man. Do I just troll everyone and play Rocky Top? No, 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 no. Sorry. No, we cannot man. download that song and put it on our I'm phone. not getting That's on That's a list copyright way. violation. That is not going to happen, bro. <laughs> no? Not that? Um, hmm. No, nah, you got to put me on the list with the good Gators, man. Like me, uh, Gator <laughs> <Myself>. Dave. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, people like that, man, that's just going to lie to the fans and tell them we're going to be good every year and then, you that's know. Right. And then be honest with them when we stink. Hey, listen, and listen, guys. Back, and then they'll be back the next year with all the optimism in the world. It's a vicious circle. I love it. No, it's a, it's a retail. Yeah, it is. Recruiting, man. I think recruiting, recruiting, recruiting. Before we get out of here, but recruiting, 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 what we, we need to all pay attention to. Uh, up in the talent level is what we definitely uh, – Dan Mullen dropped the ball with the, the level of talent he brought in here. He left us uh, a depleted – tight end room, depleted defensive tackle room, um, and, and a lot of lack of leadership, man. Um, this team's missing a lot. So, you know, it's a rebuild. Be patient. Don't fire anybody yet, man. Brian, everyone was fired. Everyone was fired Saturday night. <laughs> Q Lee has a request for you for Nas Ether because we're about to get ethered. Q has been um, quite negative like during our buyer <laughs> Yeah. 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 Um, we're gonna go. A Gator fan or is a Tennessee fan? He's a Gator uh, fan. Who knows? Sell the whole damn team. I feel. You. I feel like selling. <laughs> yeah, me in front of my, the team. In Put front on of the open company, fam. Yeah, they had, bro. They had me all like the whole set looking crazy. I can't believe USF came in and, and was just walking around Ben Hill like that. I said, look at them boys just walking around our stadium like that, man. That's crazy. They would have won. <laughs> Oh my god, this would have been a, 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 oh. a depressed episode. You hear yeah, me? yeah, this would have been about 15 minutes long of pure depression. <laughs> oh my, longer than that, the whole episode would have been depressing, man. That came real close. We're the only Florida team not to lose the USF, by the way. Yeah, mm. out of the big three. Speaking of losses, I saw the Tennessee or uh, Miami uh, in their game against Texas AM. Uh, was the first team to since maybe 2000 um, to have 27 first downs and score zero touchdowns. Um, I want to laugh the, at them. We got our own problems. Oh no, I can still laugh. <laughs> that's a, that's a thing. Like if you admit your own problems, you can laugh at other people's problems. Um, oh yeah, all yeah, the, yeah. All the Broyles award tweets stopped. 
Uh, no shanty this week, boys. Okay, what do we got? Um, going back to my boy Colby Cooper, I think I've played two or three of his songs. This one's called "Boy" from Anderson County. A good song. He, he's 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 uh he's he's six foot seven, like three hundred fifty pounds. Could be a good right tackle, but he makes music instead. Can you play tight end? Well, he's he's too big to play tight end in Florida, but he would be doing the oh. same job. <laughs> Oh, all right, boys. Well, we will see you at the same corner and same time next week. Great episode, and uh, have a great rest of your week, boys. All right. Sometimes I look at her I go back to 17 and her in that Green Day t-shirt She had no idea I'd waited eight years to kiss her And man, it's crazy She's giving me a reason to live and a couple of babies I've been wishing I could stop time a lot here lately Cause man, she made me She made me better, she made me stronger She made me want this dream so bad She made me wish that forever Wasn't all the time we had She showed me every single thing I didn't know about Thank
Anderson County.